0: Hey, Austin, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How about you? Fine. Again, I'm sorry for your loss about what happened. So um, now I'm happy to have you back again for back to our uh, business as usual, weekly episodes each Wednesday. So anyway, so let's welcome everybody to our uh, Dodgers, Lakers, Patriots, and Rams podcast. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Today on – his name, Austin, will be with me to talk about NBA and NFL-related news. We're going to start off with the NBA – and let's start off with recapping NBA All-Star Weekend. Tell me what your favorite parts were in NBA All-Star Weekend.
1: Well, surprisingly to me, one of the most exciting parts was the Skills Challenge. Uh, Jason Tatum's game winner was extremely exciting, making it one of the most exciting skills challenges I've ever seen in recent years, really. Um, there was a lot of comebacks in the Skills Challenge, which made it exciting, and the, heads to, and the head-to-heads um, really had you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Uh, as for the dunk contest, uh, I really loved to watch Di- uh, Diallo from the Oklahoma City Thunder. He blew me away. Uh, my favorite dunk was his leap over Shaq while putting his arm in the honey jar with the Superman shirt on underneath the jersey. That was awesome. It uh, reminded me of Vince Carter's arm in the honey jar dunk in the 2000 Slam Dunk Contest, which was uh, my favorite dunk contest of all time.
0: Yeah, I really liked that Kuzma won the MVP of the Rising Stars game Saturday. I liked the three-point contest and Slam Dunk Contest. I thought Trey Young was so close to winning the... Uh, the uh, skills challenge with Jason Tatum with that miraculous half-court shot. And surprisingly, Team LeBron won for a second year in a row in the All-Star game, and Kevin Durant was the MVP of the All-Star game. Yeah,
1: that was awesome. He had a great game, 31 points, seven rebounds, six for nine shooting from three-point range. Um, And as expected, I loved watching Dwayne Wade in that game. Uh, He had the highlight plays that I thought we'd see from him and LeBron together on the alley-oops. And that had fans reminiscing around the country of the old days uh, when they were in Miami together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, of course on that. So, with that being said here, um let's re let's talk about the goals for the Lakers in the uh up in the in the uh 2018-2019 second half of the season. So, for me, easy. It's free throw shooting, uh perimeter defense and also uh, shooting the three point ball three point three point ball effectively.
1: Yeah, I think that three-point shooting is going to be huge, and I think they're going to need a lot of help from their um, their their role players like Reggie Bullock and Josh Hart, who have been getting some big-time minutes, but they haven't been using them to their, to their uh, best ability, which has kind of disappointed me. And I think in order for them to get back into the playoff contention, I think they're going to need to get Lonzo Ball back here because their defense has been lacking without him.
0: Absolutely. We need Lonzo Ball back badly. So last week, The Lakers lost to the Rockets and Pelicans and Grizzlies. So, brief recap on those. That was a good win last week and then two losses in a row against those mediocre teams wasn't good. But talk about the Lakers today. Do you think they're going to get revenge against the Pelicans today?
1: I think they have no choice. Tonight's going to be a must win. Um, I expect the Lakers to win tonight, plain and simple. Uh, This game needs to be won because I'm losing confidence by the hour in the Lakers' ability to make the playoffs. I still think they will, but I mean, with every passing hour, it it just feels – I just get less and less confident about that. Um, Lakers are going to need LeBron's effort on all sides of the ball too. Uh, The past couple of games, there's been lots of videos of him just standing around on defense. And he's just – he's not putting forth the effort. I don't know whether that's due to attrition, uh, if he's not 100%. I don't know what it is. But I don't like seeing him calling out other players um, on the team – while it looks like he's not putting forth his
0: 100% effort along with them. He's got he's to keep the team together, and he's got to show confidence. He, right now, he's just, I just don't like that he's calling out his teammates.
1: Yeah, absolutely, especially because when you see that lack of effort, and, and he's supposed to be the leader on the team, all those young guys, that he's supposed to be leading by example. And when the young guys see him not trying as hard on defense, it's kind of like he's quitting on them, and then he looks around at them after a play when it's his fault and he's pointing at all of them, blaming the other guys. So I'd like to see
0: him really step up the effort tonight because it's going to be a must-win for the Lakers. Absolutely, for sure. So so tonight is a must-win, but you thought that the two losses that the Lakers had was inexcusable.
1: Oh, absolutely. You, you, when you're fighting and you're, and you're supposed to be def- desperate for a playoff spot, you can't be losing games to the Pelicans when they don't have Anthony Davis and then losing to the Grizzlies who, uh, I mean, practically tanking. I mean, it's, it's gotten ridiculous and, and – I need to see more of an effort from everybody on the team, not just LeBron.
0: Yeah, everybody's got to do their part and uh, not wait on Lonzo Ball returning because I don't like using Brandon Ingram at the one. So right now for the lineup that I have for the Lakers, I have it being uh, Rondo, Ingram, LeBron, Kuzma, and McGee. Yeah,
1: but, and, and I
0: agree with that for sure. I would like that lineup. but um, And Reggie
1: Bullock, uh, he, he's been the guy that I've been watching the most lately through the last couple stretches of games. Um, when he played the Pelicans the first time around, he played 30 minutes and just had nine points to show for it on two for six shooting. And then you have him in the Grizzlies game and he's playing upwards once again of 30, 30 plus minutes around there. And he's not putting up any points. It's, I have to see more scoring from him on the offensive side of the ball, because if not, those minutes are just going to waste him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You don't start Ingram at the one. That's why I don't think Luke Walton should be using that lineup anymore. So, question of the day is: Do you do you think Luke Walton's on the hot seat?
1: It's it's tough for me to say right now. I think I think if the Lakers make the miss the playoffs, it's it's gonna be uh, it'd surprise me to see him coming back to the Lakers next year. But at the beginning of the season, he had them sitting around the top four in the West, and then he loses Lonzo, and then he lost LeBron for that uh, long stretch of games with his groin injury. But it's going to – I think it's really crucial to see how he does down the stretch here because if they don't make the playoffs, Lakers fans are going to be calling for his firing because coaches in L.A. are on a short leash. The Purple and Gold want to get back to championships and they want to get back to winning, and that's just not what they're doing right now.
0: Yeah, that's what I want. I want winning, and I predict the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. So we'll get to our final East and West standings in just a minute here. <laughs> so uh, so that being said, let's predict the 2018-2019 NBA awards. So – for rookie of the year, Luka Doncic. For uh, for uh, most improved player of the year is uh, Pascal Siakam. Sixth man of the year, Moo Williams. Defensive player of the year is uh, Anthony Davis, and the MVP is uh, the MVP is Giannis. And coach of the year, Nick Nurse. All right. Well,
1: I've got uh, for my MVP prediction. I've got uh, Giannis taking that one home. Uh, back over to, over to Milwaukee, I've got rookie of the year is Luka Doncic. Uh, my sixth man of the year, I'd like to see Derrick Rose win that one. He's been a fantastic story all year long, and I, his production's been fantastic for the Timberwolves, so I hope to see him win that one. Most improved player of the year, I've got D'Arian Fox. And for my defensive player of the year, I've got Anthony Davis as
0: well. And what about coach of the year?
1: Coach of the year, I'm, I, I think Steve Kerr is going to win that one as well.
0: I think it's going to be Nick Nurse of the Toronto Raptors.
1: Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely going to be a guy to watch because I, I think that if it's not Steve Kerr, it'll definitely be Nick Nurse. Uh, he has done a fantastic job bringing Kawhi Leonard in there and having him be a huge role and getting Kyle Lowry to work in jail well with him and the rest of the guys.
0: Absolutely. So with that being said, let's predict the final East and West standings. For the West, I have it like this. I have it being... Uh, Warriors, Nuggets, Thunder, Rockets, Blazers, uh, Spurs, Lakers, and Jazz.
1: All right. uh, For my West, I've got Golden State Warriors at one, Oklahoma City at the two, Denver Nuggets three, Houston Rockets four, Portland Trail Blazers five, Utah Jazz six, San Antonio Spurs seven, and the Los Angeles Lakers sitting there at the final spot in the West.
0: A lot of people are thinking that the Lakers might not make the playoffs, but we'll see how what March holds when we, t- when we talk about them in our previous ep- our next episodes, if they're going to make a playoff push or not. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they've dug themselves into a hole, and now it's going to take everything they've got to get out of it
0: Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said here, um, with that being said here, um, let's go to the east. So I have Milwaukee number one. Toronto number two, number three, Philly, number four is the Celtics with the Pacers at five, number six is the uh, Brooklyn Nets, the seventh spot is the Charlotte Hornets, and the eighth spot will be the Miami Heat.
1: I've got uh, out of the East number one, the Milwaukee Bucks, number two, Toronto Raptors, three, Philadelphia 76ers, four, Boston Celtics, five, Indiana Pacers, six, Detroit Pistons. Seven Brooklyn Nets and eight the Charlotte Hornets.
0: And the reason why I have the Miami Heat in there's the eighth spot is because I want to see Dwayne Wade in the playoffs one last time.
1: Oh, I I'd, I'd love to. That would definitely be my emotional pick to have at, um, to have filling out that final spot in the East because that would be very exciting to see him f- once uh, kind of just have that playoff get get to see that playoff mentality once again for the very last time.
0: And uh, it will it would definitely be really cool to see. Yeah, so you think Luke Wallen's on the hot seat. Other coaches that I think are on the hot seat is uh, J.B. Bickerstaff uh, and Scott Brooks. And if the Blazers can't make it past the first round, it will be Terry Stotts.
1: Yeah, the Blazers, Terry Stotts definitely got a bit of a short leash coming to because the, the Trail Blazers fans have been wanting to see a playoff run for quite some time. And they've had some pretty good talent over the – course of the recent years so they they better make it out of that first round at least they got to make a playoff push here
0: so and you agree with the others like jb bickerstaff and scott brooks being fired
1: yeah absolutely scott scott brooks
0: has been uh the the wizards
1: completely disappointed fans uh over there in dc and scott brooks i think is the reason why that team just didn't produce to what their capabilities were this year and i know they lost john wall but but they just they were disappointing from the start of the season even with them so i think scott brooks is absolutely on the hot seat the most of everyone
0: absolutely so my final nba thought is uh lakers just got to play better
1: yeah they they got to play better on all sides of the ball especially that three point shooting and that in the defense uh and i need to see it, uh, some effort coming out of them because they they're struggling and i think that their biggest thing is they really need and have to hope that Lonzo Ball can come back because since Lonzo's gotten hurt, the Lakers are four and nine. Uh, they're losing games by an average of 16.8 points per game. Uh, so this is why I think that uh, Ball's return is crucial to Lakers finding a way into the playoffs. And I think that their most important game coming up is going to be against the Bucs because that could be a huge confidence booster for them and could give them a lot of momentum if they can find a way to upset the Bucks.
0: Absolutely. With that being said, we'll take a quick break and then I'll call you right back for the NFL portion.
1: Sounds fantastic.